All right, we are live. James C. Burns and Sergeant Frank Woods called you Black Ops 1, 2, and 4. This is, of course, Sarge's Corner live stream. How we doing, gang? Got a little technical glitch. Um, Going to be playing with that. Going to try to figure that out very shortly. Let's just say hi to everyone here. Who's here? Let's go. We've got, uh, do not need a man. Stop telling me I do. Hello. Smurf is here. Mental rat. Hello. Debbie plays. Denvy plays. Welcome. That's new. Alec Rhodes, of course. My boy Alec Rhodes is, is, is there. Earwax. Great name. Great name. Mental rat. Love that. Eric D is around. Hey, Nick Brown, 33. How you doing today? That's a Joe Mama moment for my compilation. He has a W in there. Let's see. The Crazy Gamer 49 says, what's up? Love my content. Well, I love that you love my content. It's the only reason I freaking do it. Pookie0918. Order, sir. The order is have a good day. That's my order to you. Enjoy yourself. What else, what else are we going to do during the COVID? All right. Got Howdy. Ooh. Who's checking in here? Roger Franzen. Bro, I lost 300 bucks for a ticket. Oh, I hate that. You got... We got caught speeding. Is that what happened? No. Look at camera onion. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, what happened? Roger Franzen, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Uh, bro, I lost 300 bucks for a ticket. Ugh. Ugh, I know. That, that's, that's painful, me just hearing it. Osama bin. <laughs> Dionysus Dawson is here. Hello. The Beast Gaming is here. Maximus Ruby. How am I doing? I'm doing well. Jant Moore. Welcome back, my brother. Amarjet. Boss Chimp is here. What's up, brother? Amarjet Basra. Zombie Hunter. XC Paz. We got a crew here today. Yeah. And then <laughs> I got hammered onion. So you guys having fun with the onion stuff? Because, you know... Wow. Lots happened since that. There's rumors going around. I have no idea what it's about, but there are definitely rumors happening as far as that uh, onion thing goes. You guys heard any rumors? You guys heard anything that uh, I should know about or you should know about? Anything you want to share? Got new comments here. Uh, Dizzy Bonkers. Love that name. Can I give you a Let's see. Who's this? This is... Um, who's this? Ghostface. Yeah, I love the onion shit. Hey, onions don't shit. Now, goddamn T-bone steak. We do have a job to do. Let's see. Maria P wants me to give her a kid a... All right, Ebel, how you doing? Ebel, how you doing, my brother? It's all good. The nighttime gamers here or me. I think El Coronel is trying to sneak in here. El Coronel is our guest today. We're having a little bit of a glitch getting in. Um, I'm going to try to bring him in. He's looking handsome as ever. Just, I got a lot of El Coronel paraphernalia to look at. And El Coronel is the guy. See that guy right there in the picture? That's actually him. He is that devastatingly handsome. He's, he's one of those guys who you just, you know, you just sit him. You go to a bar, you just sit down and let him do all the work because you know, whatever's left over in the night, he gets all the girls, all three of them. They're all, they all want ale, and you sit there buying drinks everybody. He just drinks drinks and talks to the girls. And then you drive them home, and you feel happy about the night because you spent a night with Al Coronel. That's who this guy is. Unbelievable. 
So I'm very lucky to have him on the show. Um, we're going to get it going right now. I'm going to try to bring him in. So I think the problem is he's just too dynamic for the microphone. So I'm going to bring him in anyways. Here we go. Here's Mr. Cornell. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Can you hear me? You're a little low. Can you crank up your um your audio a little bit? Sure. Let me take a look here. Sorry. As much as you can because you're kind of low. Can you guys hear him? All right. Let's see here. Settings shows you my uh, stealth with all the stuff. Let me get How you guys doing? Can you hear Al? Let me know. Guys, let me know if you can hear me. Yeah, let me know if you can hear me. Sounds. That's just me being low. And it could be me. Uh, let's see here. I crank this stuff up. Keep talking, Al. Ten. ten got you. you. You sound gorgeous. Look at you. How you doing, right. my friend? I'm good, this, man. How are you? This is the first time Al and I have ever spoke. Well, no, it's not true. We spoke about four minutes ago trying to get this link fixed. Um, first time we've met. And um, it's an honor to meet you. You're an actual Marine. So uh, hats off to you, man. Thank you for all that. How many years Thank you served? Ten years? I served eight years in the 93 Marine Corps from 88 to 96. Did you get deployed? I did. Where'd you go? I, few, I, I spent uh, some time in Somalia Mogadishu when the Blackhawks went down. And I spent some time out in the in the suck out in uh, Desert Storm. For about eight, eight months I was out there. So while I was out there, uh, I was part of Operation Desert Storm and Desert Shield because there were three portions of that operation, Desert Shield, Desert Storm, Desert Stable. And I was part of Desert Storm and Desert Stable. But when I came back to the country, all the parades, all the celebration were long over. I was like, where the hell are my parades? Yeah, right, right. Babe, hey, before I get started, before I forget, I got you something. What'd you get me? I got you a freaking. <laughs> oh, you guys are killing me. You're killing me. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to out of my ass for you. <laughs> You're a fucking Marine. I can tell right now, man. You are a Marine. We're both wearing glasses. I love it. We both got glasses. Can you believe this? Yeah. I mean, I like three years ago, I had no need for them. Now I'm like, uh, I can't see what the hell that says. You know what? I started getting really cranky a lot. And I'm not a cranky dude. But every time I, I get really angry, I didn't want to do any work on a computer. It's always miserable all the time. And then one day, i like, wait a minute. Because I'm like... I can't see anything. I'm trying to read scripts and I'm shitty all the time. Put these on, I go, oh, oh, I'm fucking, I need glasses. Simple as that. Oh my God. Yeah, no, I know. It's the same thing. And you know what? I'm always breaking these things. I'm always losing these things. And I'm like, where the hell are my readers? You know what I do? I go on Amazon. I buy them by the bushel. I mean, literally, I got glasses everywhere. They're like five bucks a piece. I break them twice a month. I mean, I just, I have them everywhere. I have a free oh. pair of my car. I have them everywhere. I don't care. I have a drawer with all the spare parts. So whenever I get to the point where I'm down to like my last two pairs, I make sure I have spares. Hey, I know that guy. Let me get him up there again. Look at this handsome bastard. Look at this guy. See yeah. uh, Fresh out of high school, down at MCRD San Diego Marine Corps Recruit Depot, 1988. Uh, was the first uh, battalion of the summer, so our company was uh, well over 1,200 recruits. And my platoon started with about a 
I think we had 109 or 115 recruits. And by graduation day, we were dwindled down to about 83. Look at this guy. Where is this? That's out, that's out in, uh, in the desert. We had just got flown into Saudi Arabia, Riyadh, and we were still awaiting our desert camis. So that's why I'm still wearing the, the woodland pattern. I, we were waiting for our desert camis to arrive. Nowadays, they get issued that stuff. Back then, you had to have a specific reason to be issued desert camis. Mm-hmm. Not everybody had them, or you had to be in some kind of desert deployment. It was real. It was a lot of paperwork and a lot of BS to try to get issued just a pair of desert camis, and now they get issued that in boot camp. Al, you look like you're like 12 years old, man. Oh, I, I feel like I was probably 12 years old there. <laughs> now, what, what are you sporting? Is that a 249? What is that? That's a saw. That's a squad automatic weapon. So I got that uh, behind me in the in the cab of that Hummer is my uh, my M16A2 service rifle with uh, with the M203 grenade launcher on it which I hear nowadays the M16A2 is now they're they're using AR15s and they have all kinds of little fancy attachments and yeah. grips and, and lasers and all this stuff they can attach to the gear nowadays yeah i i, I was uh, i was dealing with I have some marines who like uh, just fresh out and they show me some of the new weapons they got I, it's like it's it's like dealing with something from Vietnam. So if you guys had, it's like Vietnam era stuff right now. So. Yeah, yeah. It's like the original uh, M16s, the ones that my father was a was a Vietnam is a, is a Vietnam vet. Right. He had the M6. Well, he had the M14, which was like the old woods oh, yeah. looking uh, service weapon. And then they went to the M16s, which you could dr- drop that in mud and still be able to fire off rounds without it. You know, without you, you getting uh, fourteen, you mean? Yeah, fourteen. Uh, I I know what it is, and they use it. They still use it ceremonially, like the uh, the Marine Corps silent drill team in their ceremonies. They are using M14s. Really? Yeah. yeah the, the Woodstock. It's got the Woodstock on it. I, I know. I know. It, I shot him before. I, I know the weapon. Yeah. And yeah. Doing uh, an inspection arms with an M14 is. You have to really work those forearm muscles to, to be able to pull back that bolt and lock it before checking the chamber. It's a it's a it's a big difference, that's for sure. It's heavyweight, for sure. So let, let, let's talk about what everybody wants to talk about here, because the, the, I don't want to diminish your experience as a marine, and that's all good. But this is the guy you want to talk about, right there. There you go, DGI Mendo Garcia. Tell me, who is he? What do you do? Give us the play-by-play on who this guy. Look, he looks just like him. Oh, yeah. surprise. Tell us about Mendo Garcia. I am a former Cuban patriot who left the country to uh, basically after the revolution to join whoever would pay me the highest amount of money. And then I sit there and I kill people and I watch the life leave their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's too bad you didn't have any fun with this role, Al. <laughs> I know, right? It's too bad you were suffering through this whole journey. I, I feel sorry for you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been... By the way, I've been a fan of Call of Duty franchise for many years. I've played every incarnation of it, every every yeah. version. So, you know, I'm, I'm very familiar with your work, and uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be here talking with you right now, I got to tell you. Uh, well, mutual admiration, brother. I, I, I love talking to actual... Uh, we have a mutual friend, Emerson Brooks. Yes, Emerson. Emerson. Emerson and I worked extensively on uh, Black Ops One, 
And I attribute a lot of the success of the Woods character to Emerson's acting prowess because we had we had a wonderful uh, chemistry on set. You know how that is, man. When you're on set, and you have chemistry. Right. Everything's better. I mean, it just it permeates everything. The body language, you know, because our, our our minds pick up on the body language. And Emerson and I were, you know, we had a had a we had a really nice working relationship, and it really made the character fly. And I was really disappointed when he didn't get to do the final voicing on, um, on Bowman. Cause I thought he was great. And they brought an ice cube, of course, but man, Emerson's and you worked with some on the last ship, right? I did. That's how Emerson and I met uh, yeah. he was playing um, a character by the name of captain Malin, who is the, uh, the third in charge on, on board the, the, the James. Right. And the, which was the vehicle that the, the carrier or not the carrier, but the battleship, in the last ship and we became friends. We hit it off. We, we've stayed in contact. Uh, we, we get, yeah. whenever we get a chance, we go play golf together and great guy, great guy and former military vet as well. He served in the army. And uh, so we had that in common that we were uh, both vets and we've stayed friends for a long time. So, but the, actually had Daryl, thank you. Have you ever been involved in zombies? No, never. I wanted to. What an L what's it like being involved in the new zombies? Much respect. Al, talk about zombies, brother. Well, you know, all these things that have been releasing, I, I had no prior knowledge of. I didn't know that I was going to be on the cover of the game. That's uh, For those of you, you might recognize this this half of my face. Hang on. Um, I didn't know that I was going to be involved so much in the promotion of the game and to see the zombies trailer and see my character up front and center leading the the the, the mission was, was something else, so... You know, being involved in it, I, I, I've always been a campaign player because I love the cinematic feel of following the storyline, following all the characters through to the very end of the storyline. Uh, so to play zombies is going to be something that's going to be a new experience for me. I'm still trying to get my hands on a damn PS5. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck doing that, man. I've been, that's, a, that's been a mission for 12 years of mine. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like the golden ticket. Yeah. So again, people love hearing the uh, your journey of like, okay, how'd you get involved? What 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 was your first contact? What was your first contact with the game? And how, was it an audition? Just tell me your process. How did it happen for you? It was an audition. I got a. I got through my uh, my voiceover agent actually sent me yeah. an audition um, for a clandestine titled video game, right. uh, and I went in for the voiceover uh, audition, and and at that. Um, Shortly after that audition, the casting director came out. Very lovely casting director by the name of Ivy Eisenberg. She I know Ivy very well. We know each other for a long time. Yeah, she's fantastic. She came out and looking for me after the I left the, the recording booth. And she said, hey, are, are you going to be around next week? I, I have something I'd like you to come in for. And I said, yeah, I'll be around, sure. And she's like, I'll get a hold of your agent and uh, and we'll set it up. And this was right around early December of 2019. So yeah. I get the audition notice. I still do have no idea what it is. I get sent sides, a portion of the script for the audition on camera. I get there into her office and she goes, um, by the way, this is for the next call of duty game. <laughs> and there's that moment of like, I'm sorry, what? What, who, what, when? Yeah. Yeah. And so I immediately perked up trying to maintain my composure because I still had this, this dialogue to go, to go through in the scene. 
And, uh, and we went through the scene and she gave me some redirect and said, okay, do it again. Walked out into the waiting room afterwards, ran into a bunch of actors. You know, this community can yes. be relatively small and you tend yes. to see the same actors over and over. So I saw a couple of friends on their way in to audition for the same project, same role. And about a week and a half later, I get a call from my agent saying, hey, you booked it. And, wow. and um, we still don't have the details on your character, but you booked it. And I said, great, when do I get to know what I'm playing, what I'm doing exactly? Oh, you'll probably get that when you get to the studio. Oh, geez, yeah, yeah. And I got to the studio and sure enough, you know, uh, uh, that, that studio in, uh, in Playa del Rey is, is phenomenal. You know, there's, that's where a lot of other companies have their mocap studios. Absolutely. Stages, and it was just, I was like a kid in a candy store. I was that kid opening up that brand new Atari 2600 back in the early 80s, mm -hmm. chomping at the bit to play the game. And knowing that I was going to be in the next one, I was be beside myself. Yeah, what a moment that is! Like now you're connected to this universe. You know, it's like it's you're you're in this thing. That you, like, welcome to the club, man. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. I'm, I'm very honored. It's like it's, and I I love what you said. Now your character was um, you were in both the multiplayer and zombies, right? And zombies. Yeah. You won't see me in the campaign, at least. Not that I know of. Right. You know, you know how this can be. You never know what, what may be coming down the pipe. Um, but yeah, you will you will see my character in the multiplayer for sure and in the zombies. And I believe you have to unlock he's one of those characters you have to complete a certain task. Yes. To be able to unlock and then play him. Yeah. So Dane Reeves has a question. What ended to get in Black Apps 2 the first time I played it? And the same for you, El. Have you played Cold War yet? What ending did you get in Cold War? I, I, I got to play a little bit of the alpha version, which was a free download that they had a few months back. And I think they used it as a sounding board to try and figure out what was working, what wasn't. Mm -hmm. uh, so I got a little taste of that, but I haven't had a chance to play the full-fledged version of it. I have the video game, the PS5 version of the video game, but until I get myself a PS5, I'm... I'm kind of standing on the sidelines, listening and watching everybody's gameplay online. I know. That's crazy. <laughs> isn't it fun to see yourself as a cartoon? I mean, isn't that just fun? I mean, it's just. It's I, unreal. It's unreal. Yeah. It's, 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 it's an, an out of body experience. And then the fun part is getting all the, the emails and the text messages and the video calls with people taking pictures of their kids playing as me on the video. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's, it's very, it's it's very fun. I'm having a good time with it. How many days did you get on that? Did you get did you get a bunch of work on it? I started working in in mid to late December. Like I said, it was they had done most of the mocap stuff in Chicago, so that was done early, uh, late 2018, early 2019, and then I came in for the the character design for the multiplayer and the uh, and the zombies. So I was still kind of trying to figure out how they were going to develop this whole thing. Right. And I started working on it. It was mid-December, and, uh, and and I actually was working on another project. I was working on a TV sitcom with Matt LeBlanc. So I was splitting time between that show, then getting over to to the studio, the mocap studio for, for this project. And that went into late January, almost right up until the uh, the pandemic closure, the shutdown. Yeah. Would you get like 10, 20 days on it? 30 days? Something like that. Yeah. Just give or take. 
It's, it's nice to have that role. Like, you know, you, you've worked series and stuff. There's nothing like a consistent gig. As an actor, you know how, you know, it's, I talk to these guys all about this, how it's a, it's an illusion that we're all rich. You know, we're grunts, man. We, we are banging on an existence and you're, you know, you have a great, I mean, you have a tremendous uh, back history of you work, you're a working actor. You oh, know, I'm you, very are, you are in the top 11% of our industry because you make you make a living. You make more than $16,000 a year. You're in the top 11% of the industry. That's a terrible. And you, know my, and you know what my goal is every year? What? I just got to qualify for that health insurance. <laughs> Unbelievable. That is it. You need, need $33,000 to qualify for tier one health insurance. And that is most actors goal is to make $30,000 a year. So you get the health insurance plan. Right. Uh, you, man. I, I'm a, absolutely. Jesus. I, was, I was sharing with my cousin who is visiting from, from Costa Rica. I was telling her just what you were talking about, breaking down the percentage of the members in SAG. And I think 92% of SAG members, which is a huge number, Make less than five thousand dollars annually. Yep, yep. Yeah, and that's well, I say, I, my, the numbers I have from SAG because I, I actually did a did a, a lecture series on this, a motivation. I said, look at 11 percent of the industry makes only eleven percent makes more than fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars a year. Correct. That's it. Yeah, something like that. And that's like that percentage is shocking. That means below that. It drops off very quickly. So that, you know, and the, so the fact that you're not you not just a working actor, but you're fairly successful at it, you know, it's it's a testament to number one, you seem like a really great guy. But number two, you probably you, you're a damn good actor, man. Oh, thank you, man. I'm I watch sure. a lot of your stuff, and you're like, man, you just you you are you're an easy hire because you know exactly. I mean, TV is like this, right? The roles we get. We're not there to expand or contract. My job is to get it from point A to point B. I'm here to make the guy look good. I'm here. I'm a, I'm a guest star. I'm a recurring guy. I'm supporting the story. So We're moving the story along. Exactly. They just want us to hit our marks. You get two takes. You get one mess up, but you got to get in two takes. And if you keep doing that, you're going to work. Because, oh, right. yeah, he's, he's you know, and just show up, hit your marks, stay line, take your check, and go home. Every now and then, you get to do something fun, but- Man, you're a consummate pro, and I and I I put that on the Marine Corps. I'm sorry, I blame the Marines. Right, there is a level of discipline, and and you know that that I think has stuck with me with respect yeah. to to you know being responsible, making sure you're prepared. You know, you don't want to be that person. Yeah, that shows up to set late, shows up to set unprepared, and you know I I, I want to. I want to make myself indispensable to the point where they go, that was amazing. Let's have them back. Cause you never know the opportunities that come your way. I've gone in for what I thought were relatively small things that last ship is a prime example of that. It was all one scene straight to camera talking through a prompter. It was presented like a small co-star. It ended up being one of the main characters in season three of the last ship. Mm -hmm. one main bad guys on the show and that came from a small audition so you can never discount the opportunities you get because it could be so much bigger than you ever anticipated i mean that's that's, that's my story with, with call of duty i almost turned it down yeah I, 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 audition, by the way you running around behind desks 
and running around calling out orders, I was like, yeah, I'd hire him. <laughs> You're so kind. You're so kind. But what happened was um, I had worked. Did you work with uh, Noel, Noel Vega? The, uh, the, the he, he was a stunt guy for us. Anyways, I had worked with him on a project. He brought me in because they were testing the motion capture technology for performance capture. Right. And, and this is 2009. And he, he brought me in. And it was just, if you have a video there, right? You see it. It was just a shit show, man. It's like the worst. It's like it's like a student film. Oh man, I'm not doing this shit. And then nine, man, that's ancient. Like yeah. you, must have, they must have been giving you your dialogue on on stone tablets. <laughs> no, man, it was smoke signals. <laughs> smoke signals. Oh, it's great talking to you, Al. Let's be on the show and uh, come back sometime. Um, no, but you know, but we talk about the technology. Uh, 2009 is 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 considered like ancient. Where you bring it to now, and it's so like different. Even even the dots that they had to apply to my face are not what you had to go through with. They actually had these raised. Uh, it looked like raised, like stubs uh, on your they face. Were, they were they're little uh, reflective dots. Right. Paste that this they glue them on. Eighty seven of them. it took two and a half hours, and then they got stuck on your head. And you you eat them, you shit them out. I mean, it was like that was, and it was it was so tedious. And every now and then they fall off. If you sweat, they fall off. They got to remarker it. it. You know, doing the dots in the camera, that's great. Well, you know, now I, they have special paint. Yes, that, that is reflective, so they don't have to glue the dots to your face. They yeah. just paint them on you. But even so, when those things dry, they're like, oh, we have to pull you aside. We have to reapply a couple of the dots that have fallen off your face. I just worked on the game last week. We did that. It was so much easier. They put it. They put the grid on. Just put it on. Then the face mask. So much. Man, we had the dots, and they were. But this is this is ancient. This is eleven years ago. And with me, it was I was like, hey, you know, um, I I got the I got the call at night, and it wasn't even. It was just to do the testing. It wasn't for the game. It was just to test the technology. Right. And then they called me up and said. And I really don't want, I thought it was just stunt work. I, I, I'm too old to do stunt work. I don't want to, you know, I didn't want to do that. And I had a commercial or I had to get, had the, the, this untitled video project. And I said, I was talking to this guy who was managing for me. And I said, he goes, what is it? I go, it's Call of Duty. He goes, what are you fucking stupid? That's the biggest game in the world. Take it. You know, and that's how it happened. I, I had no idea what it was. I had, I had zero understanding of what I was getting into. Zero understanding. Well, and right. Of course, you know, you can't go out and talk about it with anybody because the n amount of NDAs, non-disclosure agreements that you're signing nowadays, it's like, you know, you, you have to keep it under wraps. But inside, I was like, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> inside, I had no idea what it, I couldn't talk about it because I didn't know what it was. I thought it was just, you know, a few bucks. You know, it was September. Christmas is coming. Oh, it's going to be like 10, 20 days of work. Turned into a lot more than that, but I said, ah, fuck, I'll take it. You know what? Fine, I'll do it. And it just, thank God, it, it rolled into this other thing. Yeah, I know. And and my hats off to you. That's amazing. I mean, you you're you're obviously. I would consider you to be legendary in creating that character. Oh, dude, come on, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so yeah. Any, what's the um, what is a, what is one thing. We're going to get you on uh, to talk to them fans in a minute. There people want to, there's a lot of questions coming anyway. No worries. So I want to get you on so you can start answering questions, but I want to monopolize you here. 
Hang on. Al, congratulations on your work. All Day Gaming says just congratulations. Um, let's see. Oh, thank you. Thank you, All Day Gaming. Again, people, like they love the game. They love you. You are you are really a different kind of guest for us because you you actually go into the zombies world. And did you did you mocap that too? Did you that was off? What did you do? Voiceover? It was a, it was a lot of. First of all, they were trying to determine the look for my character, so they had me go through over the course of about a week and a half through about twelve different changes of of out of, of attire and weapons and whether I was going to be a knife wielding psycho and and all that stuff. So there was a lot of you know me posing. And then, okay, keep that pose. And then they had me on a uh, rotary platform that they had somebody sitting next to. They'd tell me to hold the pose, and then they would turn me quarter turn, take a picture, quarter turn, take a picture. Quarter. And so I, I would go through this. Once they got happy with the number of poses. Now, I have these pictures. Are we cleared to put these out? I have, I have them here. I just you have the ones of my character as it stands right now. As the ones you were, like the ones on the on the spindle you have, you sent me those. But right. I want to make sure. Yeah, those the ones. If I'm wearing the hood, we're cleared on those because that that image has already been released. All right, because there's you have a bunch of them here and they're great. I just want to make yeah. sure that I'm not causing any problems if I start showing. No, no, them. no, no. It's that's the only until season two comes around of the multiplayer there'll be more downloadable content and there'll be more outfits that will be coming that i that are awesome really amazing um but but yeah that one with the hood on you can you can share away this it's it's you're so badass i gotta show what you look like you're just total total badass <laughs> i need to get it bigger but this is for now it's good enough that's a little yeah. small a little small i can't get it bigger than that Small file. Let me find another one. Anyways, yeah, that uh, that platform I'm on. Once they find a, a, a pose that they love, then they'll spin you quarter turn all the way around. And then once they've completed that, they have you uh, get rid of of the weaponry, and then they do the picture again 360. There's a lot of posing done, and then they take you into a body scan room, where they scan your body with about 70, 80 cameras, every angle you could imagine. Yeah. I Perfectly still, and well, then you, I can't show that because that's actually uh, proprietary, so I can't show that. But I, I had the same thing when I, I I tried to do that, and I got told you can't do that because that's uh, proprietary to, um, you know, the the company. Activision, I, Treyarch, yeah. Raven, yeah, no, I totally understand that. Yeah. And then there's the dome. I'm I'm sure you remember the dome, where they they have you go through every kind of facial expression somewhere in the neighborhood of about 150 different facial expressions and hold it. And then the cameras uh, click on, you hear the mirrors open on the cameras because there's about somewhere in the neighborhood of about 180 cameras, something to that, like that. Then the lights go out, the LED lights kick on, and then the cameras start flashing away. That for me was the most difficult part of the whole experience because it was this idea of these flashes going off and me trying to keep my eyes open and not let it blind me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they kept telling me, look at this little spot in the dome and keep your eyes focused on that, but that wasn't working. So I found like a, a, a blemish on the wall in the far end of the room to focus on. And when I did that, I was able to keep my eyes open for the facial scan. But that for me, 
there was a point where I was like, oh my God, don't tell me I'm going to lose this job because I can't keep my eyes open. Oh, that's, man, I've been through, like I had that when I first had to do the, um, well, now they have a, a video, but the, uh, the war, the T poses, the, the, what's it called? The, the ROMs, the ROMs that before you shoot, you go through a range of motions and you got it. Hey. And leg up, leg up. Uh-huh. And I couldn't get it right. I couldn't get it right. I kept, I kept screwing it up. Left hand. Oh, I put the wrong arm out. I'm, I'm dyslexic. So I go right hand. I put my left hand out. Right hand. You're like, no. Which, and I, I was, I thought they going to fire me on the spot for that because I couldn't figure out left from right, you know? I was like, come on. An onion can follow those instructions. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it, that. I had to do it. Sorry. <laughs> With the onion. There's a lot of onion going on here. A lot of onion out there. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, listen, I want to open it up. You ready to talk some fans? Because there's a lot of folks out there who really need to talk to you. Let's do it. You got a lot of fans, brother. We have 400 people waiting to talk to you. So Awesome, awesome. So, all right. By the way, I put the screen screen up because I thought I was going to be able to superimpose some of the images, but I couldn't figure out how to do it. Um, hey, little- man, you, you and I both. I I, I, I battle through every show. I, I do, yeah, it's heading out. It's, it's, hey, you're the man, all right? We want you. We don't give a shit about it. And actually, it's like money behind you, so I like it. But there's a picture that uh, fan artwork that went up where it's a picture of Woods and DJI Garcia back-to-back getting ready to deploy. Oh, I'm going to send you that one because it's a badass picture. All right. All right. Got, all right. Got people coming in here. Let's, let's get, let this get this party. Whoa. Hang on a second. Y'all. All right. Oh, here's uh. let's go. Almost easy. How you doing, brother? Talk to L Cornell. Rockstar. Here, hang on. It's loading in. <laughs> oh, it's loading. And a little wheel spinning, little wheel spinning. <laughs> all right. Can you hear me? We hear you. Yeah. Going good, man. All right. Well, this is so cool to meet you. The likewise, face of the game. <laughs> I know, right? It's weird. Weird. Walk into a store and I see half my face up on, up on like, uh, you know, the display cases or on the bag of Doritos. It's really strange. Where did we lose him? No. I just, yeah, we lost. It happens, man. This is, it's. All right, Fire Brigade, get on here, you crazy bastard. Hey, James. Hey, Al. Hey, how's it going? So, I've heard a lot about the new game. Yes. Why I, did they add this fighting maneuver? <laughs> you got you have you played the game yet? I've played the beta. Gotcha. Right. Then you're one up on me cuz I've only played the alpha. Yeah, the alpha did not have the sliding feature that I've heard of. Oh yeah, that's right. They didn't. They but that was because of the alpha that they adjusted the sliding feature. I guess they made it a little shorter because the slides were really, really crazy long, and so uh, and the fans, you know, spoke up and they they listened to the fans. They do listen to the fans, actually. Uh, all right, brigade. I, it's gonna be quick. It's really short today because we have a lot of guys online. Let's just stop by, okay? Uh, Peace, anybody. Joshua, get on here. How you doing, pal? Hey, what's up, y'all? All right. <laughs> so I don't think I got a question. I got like a statement kind of thing. So when I first started playing the game, I saw all these new characters. I was like, yo, these are so fucking cool. But like, for some reason, I always think when it's like a new game, new models, new renders, it's like, 
like not like actual i think it's like people like people make the the characters not like the actual faces are real people but when you meet when you see the people like it's like, i don't know it's like it's crazy like how you like the way you look at it it's just like yeah, it's an actual person they're a fucking marine they're a badass i gotta play as them now it's like it changes the whole way and you're not even a campaign character too it's like crazy like even then it's like i i haven't unlocked him yet though i'm still working on that but yeah Y'all, y'all are, do is help your team detonate five. Yeah, the fire. Dude, it was crazy early morning. Everyone's just try hard in that game mode. But <laughs> all right, y'all have a good one. Y'all are doing amazing. Hey, hey Tanner, call. Thanks for that, buddy. Appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Awesome. Appreciate that. Likewise. Yeah. Uh, game, gamer, how you doing, man? Gamer, bro, get up here. Way up Warzone than in Cold War. Oh really? <laughs> Gamer bro, you gonna lose you, man. Speak. Are you there? All right, we'll come back to you, pal. Alec Rhodes, get in here, you handsome bastard. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, hello, yeah. hello. I hope you guys are having a fabulous day. I have a question for Al. Um, so I looked on your IMDB page and uh I saw that you were a stunt rigger on Fear Factor. Do you think maybe just like tell a little bit about working on Fear Factor? Well, listen, I, 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 the, the stunt coordinator, Norm, he was amazing. And, and I ran into him in Vegas playing blackjack. We were sitting down talking. He's like, what do you do? I'm an actor. He's like, what do you do? I'm a, I'm a stunt coordinator. Oh, really? What do you do? Uh, Fear Factor. I was like, get out. I, I do some stunts. And uh, he brought me on. He said, you never, how do you work to be a contestant on the show? And his answer to me is, you don't want to be a contestant on the show. I have two words for you. I was like, what's that? He said, Buffalo cock. And I was like, come again? He's like, that's what our uh, some of the interns had to eat uh, to see if it would work as a part of the contestants challenge to eat buffalo cock. And I went, I don't need to be a contestant. And he's like, rigor, you can you can help me rig. And so that famous episode where they're sliding down the exterior of the Luxor and trying to pluck off flags. I got to test that out myself. Whoa. So yeah, there were a few things that we got to set up uh, as a stunt rigger on that show. Well, cool, cool. Well, I'll leave the rest of the Call of Duty questions for everyone else, and hope you guys have a great day. You too, man. Nice meeting you, Alex. Thank you as always. Peace. Peace out. All right, we got here. Guess let's see. Oh, Home Run Ninja, get in here. Hey. Hey, hey, look at Hi. you. You're probably the one who kills me every time I play multiplayer. Before I even have a chance to shoot off the first round. <laughs> wait, you you play, wait what? You played with me? No, no, I'm saying because oh, I oh. get like like killed right away in multiplayer. Oh, okay, no, I always get killed. Wait, Home Run Ninja is his dad's base in Oak. His dad's Marine Captain. He's in Okinawa, right? Yes, sir. Is Camp Bob or Camp Butler or Camp Hanson? Neither. Um, Courtney. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, I've been I've been to Okinawa. I was out in Camp Butler out there for a little bit. That's awesome. Yeah, um, I just had a question. So your lines are probably the coolest in in multiplayer, just because they're they're the most fun to listen to. Um, so do you have or and zombies as well? But I, I haven't unlocked your character yet. I'm working on it. Um, oh. Okay. Do you have um do you, do you have any plans to work in other future games or campaigns or anything like that? You know, um, th this is the second video game that I worked on. The The previous one that I worked on was a game called Days Gone. And you don't okay. recognize it. You'll hear my voice. 
it's that zombie apocalyptic game. I play a doctor on it and it's my voice, my movement, uh, but it's not my face. So this is the first time that they actually took my face and put it out there like that. So uh, I, I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful. You never know what happens, you know, like like with James C. Burns here, you know, he he ended up doing a, a long haul on Call of Duty and and, uh, and created quite a following for himself. So you never know, you never yeah. know he's auditioning for stuff. You said you just auditioned for something too, didn't you, James? No, I shot a game. Uh, oh, shot a game. I shot a game, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, Can you I, say what game that is? I cannot. Oh, okay. And that's one of the things, right. too, is we're constantly auditioning, but we can't really talk about what it is until it's actually out there in the world. Okay. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's really cool. That I, ho I hope you're in future Call of Duty games. I hope both of you oh, are. I hope so, too. That would be really fun. That'd awesome. be an interesting duo in the campaign if you guys were like fighting each other or something or on a team or whatever. You can be on the same team. I've seen quite a few photos of people playing as Woods and people playing as Garcia being side by side. Yeah. So that'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. Yeah, thank All you. Right. I don't want to take up too much of your time. All right, Tell your dad, thank you for his service. Yes, sir. Thank you for yours. All right. Good talking, you, kid. Bye bye. All right, Captain Lobo, speak. Lobo. Oh, there he is. What's going on, man? Yeah, we're talking to you. Can you hear me? Can you hear us? You all right, we'll try it. We're gonna we're gonna go back somebody's ready. Classified. How you doing, handsome? Sergeant. How are you, sir? I you know now that you're, now we're talking to you, we are so much better. Yeah, um, look at you. I like the shades. Oh yeah, I had to bring them out. Every every time I'll be here, you're gonna see the shades. And Mr. Cornell, nice to meet you, sir. Likewise, nice to meet you as well. Great work, by the way, on Cold War. Just wanted yes. to. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. Yes, We're yes, really yes. I'm still working uh, on unlocking the character. I just got the game a couple days ago, but uh, huge zombies fan. I grew up with it. Uh, I wanted to ask you. I know, you know, we just got into the game and stuff. Things just came out. But is there any zombie secrets that you could possibly just sneak in there for the, for the community? Because I, it's, I've been. I could tell you, but then I'd have to shove an onion down your throat. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. How about this? How about this? <laughs> Instead of a raw onion. <laughs> how, how about how, how about I take a nice shot of whiskey? How about that? Outstanding. Can, Cheers I, to you, my friend. Garcia Onion. I love it. I'll raise a glass to both of you guys. Thank All you right, so much. Cheers. 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 I'm put you off, man. We have 100 people lined up here. Good talking again, man. Peace. Likewise. See you, Sarge. Get out of here. All right. Nice Jant Moore. Jant Moore, you handsome bastard. Welcome back. Hi. How are you? Good. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah, Jamworth got a great little channel. You should get on and have an interview with him. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'd love to. You don't mind me inviting him on, do you, Jamworth? No, absolutely. Actually, I was just about to reach out to him if I want to be honest with you. <laughs> well, now you got him. him. You got him. Oh, okay, great. I'll be oh, awesome. This is amazing. I'm glad to. So I'm not gonna then I'll just save a couple of my questions. One one question I was gonna ask is about your time on Logan. I looked at your IMBD and it says you're on Logan. What was that experience like being on set, you know, getting to see Hugh Jackman in him? Oh, man. Hugh Jackman is the consummate gentleman, extremely humble, 
I, I can't say enough good things about the man. He he made the experience very, very welcoming, very collaborative. The first day on set, he came up to us and said, hey, welcome aboard. We're going to create something beautiful. And he gave us all a hug and he said, let's get to work. Let's have fun. I love that. I love and, that shit. Yeah, and he even was kind enough because my daughter had just gotten engaged and he sent her a video shout out. So I was talking to her and I said, I have somebody who wants to say hi to you. And then I panned the camera over to him and he sent her a, 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 an engagement greeting and congratulations. And he was amazing. And working with James Mangold, the director, I mean, I was a huge fan already of 310 to Yuma and then Walk the Line and then to be on set and have him directing me and breaking aside from the rest of the crew and him having, he and I having a one-on-one -on -one chat. It made the experience unforgettable. I, I still, till this day, I can't believe I had that opportunity. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Wow. I love that movie, even though I cry like a little girl when I watch it. So do you Very remember sad. what scene I'm in? You remember what scene I'm in? It's when she comes out with the head, the the Reaver's head, and she throws it at our feet. I know exactly what you're talking about then. I'm, I'm the commander who's yelling, kill her. And then oh. she's to open up a can of whoop ass on all of us. That's so cool. <laughs> all right, Al, question. How many times have you had your ass kicked on TV? I can't, I've stopped counting. Oh man, uh, quite a few, yeah. And some very disturbing ways as well. So I'm been, sure there'll be plenty more coming. I've been thrown in dumpsters, run over by trucks, shot in the head, shot in the ball, shot in the leg. I have, I have taken a beating. Even in Call of Duty, man, Woods takes a beating uh, uh, quite a few times. So this is yeah. curious. Yeah, and you even put a gun to your head. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's going to blow his brains out playing some Russian roulette. Yeah. No, but I saw the, the behind the scenes of that, and that was that was awesome to see that. You, you definitely had had some had some fun with that one. Uh, everything was fun. I never had I never worked a day in my life on Call of Duty. It was, it was everything was fun. Everything. It's like, it's like make believe uh, day at camp. It's it's amazing, and everybody's like you get it. so into it that it's just you forget that there's that you're wearing this mocap suit and this heads up camera, and you know you it all kind of just drops off into the ether, and then you're in it. Like I say, I got paid to play army. Exactly. Jam more. Reach out yes, to Al. Yeah. If you need information, I'll give it to you. I'll give his yours, yes. and then. I'm going to kick you off. Get more feeling. Good to see yes, you, buddy. Yes, sir. All right. How many? Oh, I just cut him off. All right. Brody for president. Get in here, Brody for president. Hey. Hey. hey how's it going, buddy? Yeah. So uh, one question. So you're for, you work for the Warsaw Pact. Would you rather be a NATO operator or a Warsaw Pact operator? Oh, I don't know that my character, just because of his, his past life and previous behavior, would welcome NATO. Because he's such a, he's he is such a killer, an assassin. So, you know yeah. the the things with NATO and 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 possibly being try uh, tr being put on trial for war crimes is a very real possibility. So, you know, uh, I think he can get away with a little bit more being part of the Warsaw Pact than NATO. Yeah. Cool. He's gone. You get one question because we got to move on. Good talking to you, buddy. I need some other people to show you, all right? All right. Good question, you, buddy. Bye. Oh, hey, listen, while we're at it, what is your Instagram? Shout it out so people can get it down. My Instagram is at Al Coronel, and that's uh, C-O-R-O-N as in Nancy or November, E-L. 
Al Cornell, and also Facebook at Al Cornell and Twitter at Al Cornell. Catalina, get in here. Catalina Giovanni. How you doing, brother? Where, where's she at? You're in? Catalina. All right. John DeDon's up. How you doing, John DeDon? Oh, man, you guys just caught me off guard. Uh, <laughs> the best uh, kind. Yep, the best kind. Uh, I just have a quick question. If you guys could both, like, recite one of your favorite lines to me, that would just be great. Actually, tell you what. Um, I want Al to recite a Woods line, and Al, give me give me a Garcia line. Uh coño, that was close. <laughs> I'll do that other one. Coño, that was close. <laughs> All right, All right we got. I got to do it. You can't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> now show the onion. Show the onion. Show the onion. You can't peel me. There we go. <laughs> Dude, you can't peel me. You can't peel me. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you guys so much. Take care. <laughs> off my channel. Love you, man. Bye-bye. All right. Daryl. Get up here, Daryl. Get up here. What's up, man? Hey, Daryl. Hi, sir. How you doing? Hey, sir. Pleasure to meet you. <laughs> yeah, just fine. Nice to have you here. So nervous. I'm actually here this onion right now. Jesus, what the heck am I doing? <laughs> lost them. Oh, lost them. Guys, uh, you gotta check your uh, make sure your connections are good. All right, T. What do you need, T? What's up? Uh everything is good. I can't believe I'm actually on stream right now. Why not? You're here with us. Nice to meet you, buddy. Nice to meet you. Oh. I think you're looking at us on the screen. Look at your camera. Talk to us here. Look over here. There you are. Hey there. <laughs> so, uh, what I wanted to say was, uh, cold, people hate on Cold War, and I'm kind of amazed because it had a year to develop. It usually takes two years. Right, right. It takes a little bit of time to develop these. Well, I, games. I, I don't think people are hating on Cold War. That I think it's a pretty good game. I yeah. I don't see that as uh, as as a lot of that. I mean, people have complaints about it, but I think there's a lot of. Uh, I think the game's good. I and think it's, it's great. It's goddamn Al Cornell in it. How could it not be great? Come on, man. Yeah. Al Cornell's in it. It's a great game. Yeah, and you know that the one thing that I noticed with this title is that they are listening to the fan input and they are doing th – things are coming down the, the pipe with downloadable content and, you know, patches and, and, and fixes to certain things. So, you know, there's still more to come with respect to this game. But the one thing that really amazes me about this game in particular is it's – I think it's the first time that all the, the programmers and designers had to finish this game from home. From home? Because of the pandemic, yeah. they all couldn't go to the office. So they basically had to work remote, remotely from their home office and be able to complete a task such as this from home in the manner that they did. And, and the end result is phenomenal. I'm, I, my hat's off to all of them. Good point, buddy. Hey, T, I'm going to let you go, my friend. I got people lined up. Good talking to you. All right. Nice talking to you, buddy. Peace. All right. Here we go. Uh, we got all day gaming is back. Speaking hey there. Hey. hey there. Uh just wanted to congratulate Al. Your oh, voice you. is amazing in game. You it's a great representation of your work. 
Also, Sard, congratulations on BO1, BO2, BO4. I hoped I could see you on BO3. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. That's> <laughs> uh, I started playing Call of Duty on Black Ops 3, but when I saw Black Ops 1, I couldn't stop playing. <laughs> I just bought it immediately. Anyways, nice talking to you guys. No, no. Uh, and I, gonna... You brought up a good point because I didn't do all the voicing for my character. I have to I have to make that disclaimer. My friend Jason, who's another talented actor, Jason Canella, voiced a lot of my stuff as well. And I voiced a lot of other stuff in the game as well. So my, my voice is in the game and as well as my buddy Jason, but he definitely brought a lot of the Cuban flavor because he is, you know, genuinely Cuban from Miami and, and he did a lot with that character's voice as well. That's that. really interesting. Outstanding. Outstanding. Anyways. All right, buddy, you guys. Thank you guys. Bye bye. See you guys. Yeah, see you. Okay. How you doing for time, Al? You got I'm good, man. I'm all okay. yours, brother. I'm here. All right. All right. I'm, just I'm here. I can peel another bag of onions for you if you want. <laughs> hey, a handsome young man like you is I'm sure he's got a lot going on Tuesday night and during the COVID quarantine. So Oh no, man. I'm good. I'm good. Hi, stealthy doggo. What's, What's up, man? How's it going? Uh I played every single Call of Duty, Brian. I'm just telling you that right now. All right, man. Uh Quick question. Uh, mm -hmm. How was how was the uh, actor of Reznov, like, how was he, like, in, like, real life? I never got to meet a Gary Oldman. He, uh, he, he, the guy who played Gary Oldman was a cat named, uh, it was Jeremy Dunn and Andrew Hawks. They're, like, utility players. And all my scenes were done with those two guys and with Emerson Brooks, of course. Um, and so they were the guys who I acted with. Uh, Reznov, I mean, Gary Oldman came in at the very end and laid down tracks, but the relationships exist because those utility actors are so freaking good. You had these great relationships. So that's what happened on that. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, Gary Oldman, I, I, I saw him like down the hallway from me one time. That was about it. Yeah, didn't you have gotcha. Samuel L. also do some voicing on one of the, one of the versions of the game? Who? Samuel L. Jackson. I know they've had so many stars that have lent their voices to the to Call of Duty uh, uh, versions of the game, and it's just crazy. I think Sam did a um, commercial for that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was it. All right. Great question. I'm going to kick you off here, Stealthy. Got you, man. Peace Thanks out. Take care, buddy. Keep playing Lock and Load. Lock and Load. I love it. All right. Uh, I'm going to get you out of here. You're gone. Oh, we got a guy named Gilly here. Gilly, what's hey, up, Gilly? What's up, man? How what's are you up, doing? Man? What are uh, you? Just, just got a question for Al. Uh, what was it like working with Bruce Thomas and Lily Coles? Oh, Bruce. Well, Bruce did most of his work was done out in Chicago. So right. I didn't get to meet him. You know, and sometimes you if people see the end result of the game and they think that we actually were in the room some of our stuff was sometimes shot independently of of, of each other so we may have come into work on different days and been in completely different parts of the country right um but you know it, bruce you know I, I follow his work he's a consummate professional and and you know those of those halo fans out there will know him as master chief and and yep. he and he did a lot to bring to life this character uh on on call of duty so I'm honored to be in the project with him. I wish I would have gotten a chance to meet him. All right, fellas. Honored to talk to you. Take care. Likewise. Take care. Nice meeting Peace. you. Peace See you later. later. See you later, man. Let's see. Dana Reeves is here. How you doing, Dana? What's up? Hey. Oh, you right. came in darkness. That was very... Oh, man. 
<laughs> you got your onions out? Oh, oh, oh. yeah, he wow. Just, he just put the gauntlet down. He just, yeah, oh, you got, you got me, buddy. <laughs> onions out, onions <laughs> out. <laughs> and you're drinking afterwards. Wow. You're a freaking madman, buddy. That you are is a madman. That is impressive. Uh, he took a big bite of that. He got a couple of layers deep. Uh, he, he got he got going again. He's going in again. He's going he got, in for two. He's going he got in for layers two. deep in that onion. No man. That's a lot. You can't onion me. <laughs> oh, he took a couple of layers out of that. You failed, GI. bad. Is he crying? Reeves, he's crying now. Look at the end. He got uh, uh, I can see it. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> oh, Reeves. Oh, he's, oh, he's, going, he's going for the hat trick. He's going for the hat trick. Look We're at this. All. <laughs> wow. Look at his eyes are going burning out. Careful. <laughs> oh, Careful. my God. You'll be, that'll be coming out of your pores for a couple of weeks, buddy. Oh, very well. I hope you don't have a girlfriend because she is going to not <laughs> like this. Oh. oh my God! You do that. That's that's phenomenal. All right, all right. Look, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna put you off to the side, Reezy. Look like you're having you're struggling right now. You're right. thank you. You are the best. You you can come back any. I'm gonna keep you on. You can come back anytime, man. Yeah, for sure. Dude, dude, James, what's up, man? Dude, it's been too long. I keep trying to get into him, and he never shows up. Hold on, I got. James, oh, it's you and Al. Hello, Al. Sorry, Mr. Al. I have a very <laughs> oh, special request. Oh, Can you say wow. hi to Chunky, please? That's a big boy. Can you say hi to Chunky? Her name is Chunky. Can you say hi? Hey, how you doing? Look at beautiful. Oh, okay. Okay, that's it. And also, uh, one other thing. Have you ever heard of Omegle? Either of y'all? What? You no. should do that sometime. Like, it's like this random, like, website where, like, you can just, like, um, that's, um, it's like, it's like a, you see random people on the internet and you can like video call with them and it's oh, like no. super cool. You should like go on there and like, there's a lot of celebrities, like voice actors that go on there and mess with people. Right. And I say, right. you should probably do that sometime, James. James, we're going to have to, we're going to have to do that one day and just go in there yeah. and just throw in all kinds and of voices. Like, there's just a bunch of kids and like, they'll be like, Oh my God, are you woods? You know, I'd love to. I'd, <laughs> we'll just start, start yeah. exchanging crazy lines and shit. Maybe eat some onions. Um, yeah. Oh my God. Um, wow. Mr. Al, did you know the voice actress for um, Park by any chance? Did you ever work with her? Uh, no, no, I didn't. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, it's you know, it was damn. so it was so hush hush that literally I, I'd come in, it would just be me and the entire team of of production and 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 uh, character directors. And yeah, so and it was no one else. Oh, okay. All the technical crew, but man, it was just awesome. And they were all sharing okay. with me all the stories of everything that was happening, but. You know, I wish, I wish. It's it's a different okay. world, the the world of video game, and uh, as mm -hmm. as a performer, it's different. Yeah, well, I gotta say, um, I used to, I I've always from um launch until now, I've been playing as Hunter, but it's gonna be it's gonna be you, it's gonna be Garcia. There oh, you, you go. Yeah, play as Garcia. Come on. Oh yeah, I will. I'm switch my operator. You gotta right, play Garcia. Okay, bye bye. You gotta play Garcia, man. Especially when you do the knife kill and you see that face he makes. Just All right. I'll look, I'll look out for it. Hey, Doof, I'm going to cut you loose, man. We got a lot of people lined up here, okay? Peace and love. Peace and love. All right. Kane Winstergreen says, you can't peel me. You can't. No, you can't. 
Uh, Dutch, get out here, Dutch. How the hell are you? Good. How are you? I'm hey. so groovy. Uh, I have a question. Uh, like I heard, like Cold War took like a four month process, and I was wondering if, like, did they like ever like rush you to like, like, oh, do this line real quick or, or like make a face? No, they never. I never at any point throughout the project felt rushed at all. You know, we we they took their time. They wanted to make sure they did it right. Uh, it, the game actually took a lot longer than than four months. You know, most Ooh. video games take anywhere between two and four years to complete. And wow. so even even the technology that they may have started with at the beginning of the project may have changed. So they have to incorporate some new technique or new technologies into. The game as it progresses but this one i believe took just under two years to complete oh that oh that's crazy because like i heard like on like i searched it up like how long it took and i saw four months i didn't know like if it was like yeah. in a different time or no no quick. they did they did most of the principal motion capture down in chicago that that was early uh mid to late uh 2018 2019 and oh, then wow. And then the character design and the character team for the multiplayer and zombies went to work, I believe, starting in, in uh, early October all the way on through about February, March, just up until the, the, the closure, the pandemic closure. So, so did you, like, ever get to, like, meet, like, the, uh, like, campaign people? So, like, any of, like, the New Woods or, or Lazar? No, no, I, did, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even realize that that they. They had were afraid to be on the same set as El Coronel. I'll tell you right now, because like some actors, you, you some actors, you just don't want to stand next to on camera because the camera never sees you. Mm -hmm. Mr. Green, I'm going to kick you loose because we have to move on to the next guy, and the next guy, I, I, you know, I, I'm I if I bring him on the show. Like, I'll just vanish, and the two best-looking guys in the history of Call of Duty are going to be on the same screen. I just have to run away. So oh, there you go. This, is, this is probably a, a real soldier. He's, he's in the, he was in the Army, not the Marines. Welcome to my, <laughs> my old friend, Emerson Brooks, the original Bowman, the real Bowman. Here he is. Yeah, look at He's been look doing at that. Look at out. those faces. Oh my God. Only a mother could love. Look at that. Look at looking pretty spiffy there. Wow. Hey, <laughs> What's up, fellas? Good. How you doing, bud? Yeah, Emerson, hey, I haven't I'm seen you in what five years? I haven't seen what five it's years been, uh, an audition like five years ago. At least yeah, that. it was at something least. like that. It's been a minute, buddy. It's been, it's been a yeah. while. It's good to see you. God damn it. You look younger than I knew you. How, how are you doing that? You're not even wearing glasses. God damn you guys. <laughs> you know what it is? Is Emerson is on that Peloton workout regimen, and he's crushing it. And he's, like, going out to the beach and True. taking selfies with his abs showing. I've spent all quarantine doing sit-ups. That's it. Just sit-ups all day long. I wake up, I drink a glass of water, and I do sit-ups. Then I eat pizza. Hey, hey, Dan, you could probably cut an onion on his washboard stomach. <laughs> you just, you know, it's just not going to die. It's not going to go away. So, anyways, like a cockroach. For, for those of you, I get give me introduce Emerson. Emerson is the guy who made me that Cuban scene 
he's the reason that scene is so damn good because on the set that day, and I, I don't know if you met, you were like one of my favorite actors ever to work with. You're generous and you're Thank so, you, you're such a craftsman, man. And you're, and again, I love working with the military guys because you're just disciplined. You show up on, like you just, and you, you raise my game. So whatever success Woods has, I owe a lot of it to you, man, because you're, professionalism. I just had a great affinity for you. I just, I just really love being on set with you. And that made that relationship between Bowman and Woods so strong. Cause you and I, I mean, I just, every scene with you was like a breath of fresh air. So thank you for being that awesome freaking actor, dude. You, 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 you hey, made man, my life. I, thank you. I appreciate it. And, and frankly, you know, the feeling is mutual. The feeling is mutual. That was an excellent experience. And, and I hate to say it, you know, for all the other actors, but when I look back at that experience, all I remember is is you and me. To we be were perfectly tight, honest man. With you. I, I was really I mean, you when know, I found that they weren't using your voice for the. I was yeah. like, what are they crazy? Because our our connection, especially in the Cuban scene, I, I have that as behind the scenes, and yeah. it, like you just make that scene fly. Just your behavior forced me to do things, and that uh, and I, I, again, man, I man, I hope I get to work with you again someday. You just now I got that AL. would be awesome. That I'll would just be, be the awesome. old guy. I'll be the old guy in the wheelchair. You can you two wheel me around. You know, <laughs> throw throw strippers Anytime. Anytime. Be it in real yeah. life or, or on a show. You know, me and Al actually worked together on a on a TV show too. We we just yeah. talking about that. Go That's ahead. What That's what we met. We hit it off on, on the set of the last ship. We got to talking, yeah. found out he was a vet and we that I was a vet and we just yeah. we just stayed friends. And he is one hell of a cook, I got to tell you. Is that right, man? Oh, yeah. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. I appreciate He'll that. He'll cook you and make you some some good – yeah, he he made me an old-fashioned that that not, was just amazing. I got, I, got, I, got, I got a few bartending skills, and if you if you ever come over to my house, you're, you're going to have to have a couple. Right. Well, but my, make sure – you better make sure you bring a quality bottle of wine. Oh, because I – He'll tell you. I found I found this uh, brand of Chianti. I don't know if you guys drink Chianti, but absolutely love Chianti. I, I, I okay. I I've, I've got a bottle for both you guys. I have. I buy it by. I, I buy it when I get it, and I buy it by the case. And it is the best Chianti I've ever had. And I spent a year in Italy, dude. This is like, this is some. Okay. This is some. Mm, this is some mafia shit. I got a hold of. <laughs> so you have. Right. Yeah. I mean, if I'm gonna take wine suggestions. It's from you know Italian from Woods, yeah, totally from Woods. You're just a Italy. wine like kind of guy, yeah. I like yeah. that. I like that a lot. Yeah. So, uh, so Emerson, what are you what are you working on? What are you doing, man? What's going on? Well, actually, I mean, I'm at home right now, and um, I'm I'm actually doing tapes. I have my friend here helping me helping me read, and and everything is 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 is, is set up, and and there's lights and everything. We're doing tapes for some uh, new shows that are coming out. Can't talk about what they are but, but uh, fingers crossed but film wise uh i just did a movie that came out a few months ago called deep blue sea three a uh, bit of a shark movie so if you like sharks if you like action then check it out uh game i'm in a little game uh that just came out uh not a lot of people have heard of it it's called uh miles morales it's a spider-man game um you know, it's on a little platform called playstation 5 uh no one's really talking about those things but uh if you <laughs> if you get a chance check out uh spider-man miles morales on playstation 5 just came out and i got a few other games so uh you know things yeah, look forward I, to. 
I always love seeing you pop up in movies and TV shows, man. I, I sit there, hey, that's Emerson. That's Emerson. And it's like, I'm, like a, I'm like a kid, you know. Didn't, didn't you get blown up in one of them? Was it MacGyver where you got blown up or you got shot or what happened on MacGyver? I mean, honestly, I think out of everybody in Hollywood, nobody has been killed or had their ass kicked on camera more than me for some reason. I'm just, you know, <laughs> people see me and be like, I would love to kick that guy's ass on film. So that's hey, what I hired yeah. Hey, do, um, do you often get yeah. mistaken for uh, Dwayne Johnson, Emerson? <laughs> Never. <laughs> I love it, dude. I love it. Perfect. Never. Ever. Oh, look at you, dude. This Jack. Anyone ever mistaken me? Can you smell what Bowman cooked? Never in my life has anyone said that to me. That's the first. <laughs> Can you smell what the Brooks is cooking? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> what a great surprise, man. Thank you. Thank you. So I see there's some, um, first of all, thank you for having me here. I see there's some chat coming up. I'm, I'm on, I'm actually got small format here because all my other cameras are connected doing the filming of the, uh, the things I'm reading for today. So I'm actually just on the phone, but what are people saying in the chat? Oh, let's see. Uh, some stuff. They're just, just mostly impressed by your arms, you know. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, by the way. Yeah, both you guys. Thank you for a couple of studs, you know. Yeah, dude is buff. So you, you, you're, making, you're making an appearance here. Um, they're saying they love you. We are saying we love you. Well, we love you too, man. Bowman. Thank you, yeah, guys. Thank you, guys. We're just rolling through this. Well, I tell you what. Why don't we take some uh, callers? You can talk to the people. Come on. They, they'd love to get to All right. People. For All sure. Right. Talk to some people. All right. He's, he's, uh, what's up, man? Hello. What's up? Oh, we're talking to you now. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I can't believe it, but. Oh, well, you're here with us. Yeah. I, I got my onion right here. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! 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 Well, I want to ask a question to James. Yes. That when when you made Black Ops One, you thought that it was gonna gonna be a series instead of a individual game. No, I had no idea what it was. I thought it was one and done. You know, I thought we were just gonna move on from that to the next thing, to the next job. So everything happened afterwards was was a really a great pleasant surprise, you know. Yeah, that's right, bud. You went on and and did a a number of the Black Ops games. You know, I was in I think some more of them too. I was just playing totally different characters and, and didn't get a yeah. chance to work with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember seeing you, you on the call sheet sometimes, and I was hoping to get yeah. that across as you. But like I said, these things are made in such a way where you may never be on the same on the same coast as the person who's in the scene with you. It's just, you know, yeah. you could be, you know, and so uh, a lot of times uh, Reznov, Gary Oldman did his recording up in Vancouver for Black Apps too. Oh, so wow. that's, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Onion Patcher, I'm gonna let you go because we have a lot of people here to say hi. Let's get uh, let's, let's get my my Irish friend on here. I know him, Gary. Now he's got a great show called The Off the Irish Podcast. I highly recommend you guys join and jump on. He's he's a great he's a great guy, and he's a Nash. He's a world champion archer. 
Oh, get out. All right. All right. Yeah. There you go. Ah. Yeah, nice to meet you guys. There you go. It's, it's <laughs> as, don't <laughs> flick, it's release, right? Release. It's release. Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, it's, it's cool. Um, You know, Call of Duty Cola was the first uh, to have this kind of bow I shoot. The recurve bow. That was pretty cool. Okay. But, um, yeah, Emerson, I did know you were going to be here. I don't have a question for you, sadly. Sorry about That's that. Okay. But I do have one for you, Al. Um, you, you worked with um, Reggie Watkins for Cold War. Did you meet him before on um, Bosch? No, we we knew each other through, you know, same circle of people, but I didn't get to work with him. He was out in Chicago doing the motion capture. Um, so he's another, you know, person who I would have loved to have worked with in person, but unfortunately didn't get to, to meet him. But we've been talking back and forth, he and I. Yeah with all the release of everything and, and the popularity growing of his character, Sims and, and DJI Garcia. So it's yeah. it's interesting to watch the whole development take place. Yeah. I was talking to him earlier on and he's saying, um, everyone who's involved in the game has just such, such a great chemistry at the moment. Oh uh, so yeah. It's, it's how it is. Well, awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you for that question. Yeah. I, I wish I would have worked with him. Hopefully in the future that that will be a possibility. Uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Hey, Gerard, I'm put you off to the side. Put some more people on for a second. Don't, uh, don't it's great. I, I, I got to go anyway. All right, buddy. Um, I'll, I'll message you uh, later on. And I'll see you Saturday, right? There you go. Peace see you. Bye. All right, guys. Let's <laughs> go. Uh, Cash, get out of here, man. Oh, wow. You're in, buddy. Hey, guys. How's it going? How's You're it going? Um, so I have a question for uh, Woods, maybe two. Um, I was wondering, um, for the first Call of Duty, what was the most labor-intensive scene that you did? Labor-intensive? Mm. Uh, there's a scene. Yeah, yeah right, Emerson, give me an answer for that. <laughs> the Russian uh, roulette scene. Uh, okay, the one that you died in. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. I, you, I mean, the, the behind I mean, the scenes. Was, that was just so detailed. It was so specific. It was so specific that we had to get it right. There was a lot of coordination, a lot of choreography, a lot of moving pieces. And it was, you know, it's, it's a real, you know, in, important part of the story. And we, we knew that from the beginning. And it, it was kind of a throwback to, to Deer Hunter. So I felt like I recall that one being pretty labor intensive. Like, here's, a, here's a story about Emerson's professionalism. This I this I this is I, this is remarkable. Um, we had like maybe nine people in a very small environment, and we had a lot of movement. So when he got whacked in the head and went to the floor, mm -hmm. he had to actually crawl off the set uh. so that we could actually shoot it. And I have it in the video of him trying to crawl because like we had to come up around him. And, <laughs> Where he kept, you know, so he was the most professionally. He just made it easy, and it was almost in character. He kind of crawled away in character. <laughs> the most professional things I've ever seen in my life. Like, um, oh, I also had another one. I'm trying to think what I uh, what it was. Um, oh yeah, what was the character for you, uh, Woods, in uh, Black Ops One and Two and Four? What characters were you the most closest with? At least the, their actors. Like, were you closer with Mason or uh, Hudson Weaver? Okay, the uh, 
the guys who ended up being on the uh, show, you know, Ed, um, Ed Harris is never there. Uh, you know, the guys was Emerson, uh, was uh, Andrew Hawks, mm-hmm. and Jeremy Dunn, and then Black Apps Two was uh, you know Rich McDonald, who we had met on a, on, a, on a film prior to that, and of course Camar De La Reyes. And I had, you know, wonderful, all these guys that had great relationships with, like they really picked the cast as very, uh, very chemically connected, I think. It is not a great chemistry on set. So th- those are, those are my main guys. Yeah. And also one more, how did you feel when you weren't picked to be Woods in Cold War? Did, like, did you- I that. I didn't know anything about it, so I didn't have any feelings about it at all. I didn't know what's happening. I found out right about the same time you guys found out. But we're not talking about that in the show. We're talking about El Cornell. We're talking about the <laughs> real <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Right, oh, I, I, I can I tell you how I felt when they decided to bring an ice cube to, they're like, hey, we should have a celebrity in here to do this voice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell us. I want to know. Yeah. Oh, no, I was fine. You know, it was, it was, I was very happy and supportive, but I was furious. I was absolutely pissed. I, I wanted to them <laughs> down. Are you kidding me? Forget being like politically correct. I was like, these sons of bitches, I will never work for them again. And they called I don't me it. like four months later to work for them again. And I'm like, absolutely. Where do I show yes. up? Yes. <laughs> what time do I got to be there? How many days what time, do I? What time do you need me? Our feelings are none at all. Whatever. So one more. I'm sorry. I know you want to get to other people. Um, for Emerson. So what? I'm I'm kind of I'm not new to this, but I'm not very educated in this. Were you the mocap guy for Bowman, and Ice Cube was the one who I, voiced him? In that, I, I did the motion capture and the voice for Bowman. Um, I guess. You know, there was an executive level decision. Once we'd finished the game, there was an executive level decision to possibly see if we could bring in some celebrity or known voices to fill in some character roles. Um, and that kind of started the trend of, of you know, celebrities coming in or like, you know, movie stars coming in and, and doing voices for a lot of the games. Um, Call of Duty really, really, really brought that to the forefront. And they asked Ice Cube, probably paid him a million bucks, and he came in and did in the studio what in, I don't know, a week, what we spent over a year doing on the soundstage. So, and they don't tell you. You know, you find out <laughs> your friends get the game and be like, hey, but you sound a lot like Ice Cube. I'm like, well, because. That is Ice Cube. That is Ice Cube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I can you imagine. I mean, being... it's, 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 there's no promises in it and the check's still cleared and I still did like five more Call of Duty after it, so it's all good. Um, but, you know, if I ever see Ice Cube, I'll, I'll let him know how I feel. I was going to say, I said, if I ever do a job where they say, you know what, we're going to have your character voiced by Emerson Brooks. I'll say, okay. And then to myself, I'll be like, I know where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> he isn't going to make it by chance, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Cash. Just, I gotta All right. you go Thank you, guys. Have, have a nice night. night. Peace. All right. Oh, boy. Uh, who's left here? Oh, let's see. Uh, Bidev. Bidiv. What's up, man? We caught you. Oh, my God. You're I have on. some questions for you guys. Yes. So, uh, Emerson and Woods. Um, so, in, when you worked in BO1, 
So I want to know how the difference in the experiences of working for Treyarch was for you and Al, like from 2010 to now. Because the difference is, um, the experiences had to have been different because, you know, times progress, right? Yes, yeah, they do. Absolutely. You yes, know, they do. I, I think, I guess I'll leave this one off and, and let James come in the middle and then maybe let Al finish. I can say, because I've, I've worked with them throughout history, so it's, they were just a younger company. Smaller company, younger company. Um, you know, they hadn't had a billion dollar success yet, and so that was that was exciting. That was that was fun. They were everybody was very cool, down to earth. Not saying that's changed. I'll I'll, I'll I'll speak to that. It was smaller, and we were just trying to do something great. We did not know that we were at that time making what was going to be the highest grossing entertainment product ever released and woods what do you what did you think what do you think um again for me was I, i've said this many times it was like one long narrative because when black apps one finished we basically you know i had a lunch with dave anthony and we we started rolling right into black apps two uh black apps by that time black apps two was so exhausting it was almost a welcome relief not because I had been almost two years straight working on this. And then Black Ops 4 came around and it was a whole different animal. It was a different, like uh, Emerson so like we uh, said, it was, they had matured to this behemoth. And there's a, there's a sweet spot in growth. You have the, the initial part where you're starting to grow, you're making mistakes, but you're learning. And then you hit your groove like a great athlete. You know, you have your, you have your apex. And then after that, you kind of try to sustain this success. And it's nearly impossible to do it because, you know, times change. Fortnite, PUBG, the, the, the types of games you're playing. Gamers are changing. So they have to adapt and conform. So I got to um, – I was sort of on the wave right up to the last part. So for me, it was kind of the same. But I noticed things like the technology changed. Things were easier. We didn't have to work as hard. You know, putting those dots on, that took, you know, that's two and a half hours in the morning. Now getting set up is an hour. Yeah. So you have an extra hour of shooting. That makes things faster. So that's my experience. I um, I recently shot another video game with even more advanced technology. Now it's it's getting more and more like making a movie than ever before. So, and, uh, yeah, I'll agree. So there's an evolution. And I have nothing but gratitude, man. Activision, Treyarch, I, that was... That was an opportunity of a lifetime. And I'm not supposed to talk. I want L to talk. It's, <laughs> I talk to, I'm not here to talk. I want you guys. No, but you know, it's, it's important to know. You know, when I got to it, yeah. it was my first experience working with Treyarch. And to me, they just seemed like a well-oiled machine. And so for me, I know that that comes with experience. And, and going back, Black Ops 1, 2, Ghosts, all that stuff that they did progressed them to the point where, like, they're on it. They know what they're doing, what the, the end result will be or look like. And so for me, I was I think I benefited from it, that experience, because it made things run very smooth. Do they just like give you lines and you say them or is there like a whole process to it? Like, I mean, do they still do motion capture? Probably, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Motion capture is, is how they do a lot of the stuff now. I mean, even... You have some major motion pictures that are being shot in motion capture with the all of it. You know, uh, upcoming yeah. Avatar movies. They're still doing mocap, uh, and it's it's the wave of the future for a lot of things. 
Yeah. Well, I, I mean, in terms of for your you answer question that I remember, I don't know if it happened for you guys, Al, but I remember getting scripts the night before we had a shoot. Like we get it come in like eight o'clock at night and we'd be uh, had a 7 a.m. call time and I get 15, 20 pages of dialogue, you know, four or five, six, Jesus, you know, and that was always a, a challenge to you know figure it out on, on the fly, basically. And I think that changed quite a bit, you know. Hey, is it, hey thanks you for your question. I'm going to kick you off, my friend, and move on. Hi, question. Uh, Emerson, there's a question for you. Got a simple I question for Emerson. I see that. And the answer is, and uh, yes, I was in Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Um, I think I've done a couple. Is that a Marvel? Movie? I think it is. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think I got a couple of them on my resume. Um, I don't know. So let me know. Let me know if you can find find the other uh, superhero projects I've been on. What was it yeah. I got to get back to filming. Oh, Emerson. Oh. All right, buddy. Listen, thanks for coming on. You're. Uh, we got to get together sometime Thank soon. Thank you for huh? having me. And I and I, I'm absolutely down to do it again. Uh, when there's just a little more more time in the day for me, I'd love to come back and chat with your your fans some more, man. Yeah. It's really fun. Uh, Emerson, thank you for putting me in touch with James because that's how this whole thing came to be. Is oh, yeah, yeah. Emerson hit me up hey, and said, "Hey, mind. Yeah, he's he's kind of a big deal, you know. He's he's been a lead in Call of Duty. Would you be interested in chatting with him?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, send him my stuff." And then all of a sudden, it's like. Hey, this is James C. Burns here, and I'm like, I got a, I have a bottle of Chianti with your name on it. Let, let's find a time, okay? Yeah, <laughs> anytime, buddy. I'm getting COVID tested Thanks, next week, so we we all get COVID tests before we work. So we're gonna line up our COVID tests so we can have a dinner together. I know. I, I just found hey, out I have to give to, a, anything to hang out test. with other humans. I'm down. All right, stay in touch. Let you go. Bye bye. All right. Emerson. All right. Uh, Al, how you doing on time, brother? It's been I'm an good, hour. Brother. I'm good. Yeah. I got people lining up here. Uh, Line them up. All right. Here's, this is uh, this is Narks. This is uh, my LT. It's a guy who helps me moderate my channel. I Let's saw you on your uh, interview with with uh, Kamar De Los Reyes, who, by the way, yeah. is another talented actor who I, I have the privilege of knowing. But yeah, I saw you before. Yeah, Narc is the guy that without him, this doesn't happen. So, how are you, sexy onions, doing today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all peeled back. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Peel it. Keep your eyes peeled, onions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Nice to meet you. That's, that's a nice, nice little you behind you. Who signed that? Did James signed that? Yep. He, this man right there did. Oh, James, gotta get gotta get you sign me one, sign one for me, buddy. Actually, I get it. So, you got the thing on the uh, right, right here. Yeah, those okay. those are the ice water lanyards. Those are hard to come by. I make those. Those go out. Oh, to, really? Those go to a very select few. So, there may be one. In, I don't know, Al. There may be one in your future. We'll see. Outstanding. Right. Look forward to it. Okay, Narx, I'm going to put you off to the side, pal. All right? Yep. Stay for the after party, though. <laughs> all right. Oh, here's all right, this This is Tom. Tom is the other half of the Off the Irish podcast. How's he's it going, the, Tom? Yeah, he's the good looking one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> How are you getting on today, lads? 
having a good day. Oh, good, doing good. You're doing good. That's awesome. Oh, were were you in Logan? Because I don't, I'm after looking I up was. there. I was in Logan. Good film. Such yeah, a good it was. Film. It was awesome. Oh and uh, <laughs> only, only the second time that that Marvel released a an R-rated film. The first mm. being Deadpool, which set the groundwork for for uh, Logan being told the way it should be told, and it was an R rating. Have you ever seen uh, Logan Noir? It's great. It, it, it's the entire film, but it's in black and oh, white. Oh, yeah, yeah, in black and exactly. white. Yeah, I have the DVD, oh, so you can choose to play it in, in color or black and white, and the, the noir version is, is awesome. Cool. It's such an experience. Right. It's mad. Tommy, Ella's probably going to be on your show at some point, so I'm going to cut you loose. There's a lot of guys who want to get on the channel. Yeah, i, I got to go anyway. i got to be open six hours for college, so, you know, take it handy, lads. Nice <laughs> you. Take care. Peace and love, guy. Bye-bye. Is he on the other side of the world? He's in Ireland. Yeah. Oh, in Ireland. Go. Yeah, we, have, we have a lot of we have a, a, an international uh, audience here. Here we go. Red Arrow, speak. What's going on? Hello. Hello, Woods. How are you doing? I'm good, brother. Say hi to Al Coronel. He's the guest star. Hi, Al. How are you, How you doing? doing? Um, how has Cold War uh, been treating you? Oh, it's um, been treating me outstanding. Yeah. Um, I've actually played through the game twice. Uh, already, um, you played through the game twice. Yeah, yeah, twice. Because there's there's multiple different endings. <clears throat> that's right, alternative endings. That's, and what's I love your reaction to uh, Cold War. It's so funny. It's amazing. I don't know which I don't know which reaction you're referring to. Well, the one with the one where you say would. Um, well, of course, you uploaded today, right? Or a day or two ago about the onion joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> again, that, again I, I hope this is understood. That is not any disrespect towards Activision, towards Trap, or the guy who's playing Woods. It was, I'm reacting to the fans that, that was asked to do that stuff by the fans. I'm, it's, I'm not, and I know Charlie Intel said I was mocking somebody. I wasn't. I was just, you no, guys. You guys asked me to say lines. I said them. It had nothing to do with disrespecting anybody. Like I wouldn't. I, I have too much respect for the craft of actors and how hard it is to make it, to do this work. So I want to make sure that it's understood that I'm not mocking anyone. I have a lot of respect for the guy who, uh, who got to do the role. That's all. It's just it's that just one that line. One. It's a bit strange. It is because because I know that would it's like you said Woods wouldn't say that. But it, it's a, we're not we're not going into we're talking about Al, Al today, right? You got a question for Al, the, the handsome bastard here. Look at him. Uh, yeah, actor. So, Al, yes, sir. You are, I do believe, a playable character in the multiplayer, right? Correct. I, I, I see your face, and I was like, that's definitely that. Is it Cuban? You Cuban or Mexican Cuban. in the game? The character Cuban. Is Cuban yeah. yeah, that's right. And um, so, how was it? Like becoming a a, character, a playable character, like what sort of? Oh my God! It's just it, it, first of all, it's very surreal experience to know that you're going to be in something that is going to reach millions. Mm -hmm. Call of Duty is that. It's it's something that is established that everybody around the world knows and is familiar with, and you know that you're going to be in millions of households. So just to know that. And know that people are going to be finding this enjoyment in playing these characters of all different walks of life. I mean, for me, it's it, I'm very humbled and honored to be a part of the franchise. Good stuff. 
All right, man, great question. I, I gotta move you on, brother, because we have a ton of people lined up. No worries, Woods. Peace and love, man. Come back again. Bye bye. Take yeah. care. All right. Mopar man. I'm here. How you doing, Kelly? <laughs> Not bad. What's going on, brother? How you doing? How's it going? Not too bad. I had a question for you, actually. All right, shoot. So for the, I was wondering, are you going to be involved in the campaign at all? Or do you have any backstory that plans to be developed over time, or you can't really talk about that? I, 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 I it's, it's difficult to say because again, some of some of this stuff is released on an on a on a kind of need to know basis with the downloadable content and stuff. So I'm yeah. hoping. I'm hoping we'll see we'll see more of uh, DGI Mendo Garcia in the in the near future. Oh, I know yeah. there's going to be a lot of ending there. What's that? Because I was wondering what that ending because it sounds like there's more to come. Yeah, you know, there's, there's always always downloadable content that comes down the pipe, and and so that stuff may may render some some little nuggets of knowledge and 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 uh, you know, present new things to the fan base. So. Well, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. We'll see what happens. A lot of the stuff that's happened up till now, much of it has been a great surprise to me. You know, being on the uh, ending up on the cover of the game, and and also, you know, being part such a huge part of the promotional campaign leading up to the release of the game, and and the campaigns, and the zombies, and the multiplayer, and Nuketown that- character running yeah. around is just really, really awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Great stuff. Seems, you kind of remind me of John Bernthal in the game with the hood up. Ooh. Oh, Joel, like Joel Bernthal. I'm sorry? Joel Bernthal, the Punisher? John, yeah, the Punisher. Yeah. I thought you kind of resembled him. But in person on the stream, my sister, my girlfriend was watching, and she's like Tim Robbins. And I'm like, I don't know. I kind of see it. I Tim guess Robbins. Wow. That's, no? a that's, a, that's a very tall order because he is a very tall man. Uh, I'm here at Sundance, and I think I came to like his waistline. He's so tall. Wow. <laughs> All right, brother. Anyway. I'm going to cut you loose, man. Great talking to you. Thanks for everything. Always. Thank you. Take Come care. Back do it again, right? Good stuff. For sure. Peace. All right. Who's next? We got uh, Fog, G Fog. And we go. Here we go. Hey, doing, G Fog. What's going on, brother? Hey, James. Nice to see you guys again. Say hi to Al Cornell. He's our guest star today. How's it going, buddy? Cool avatar, by the way. Thank you. I made it myself. (laughs) It's Um, very cool. I always wondered, uh, watching Cold War and everything, I always wondered what it was like knowing the fact that there's a chance that you can be in the next COD game, like the 2021 game and the 2022. Have you ever wondered, would you be like willing to do that again? I'm assuming you are, but... Oh God, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> of course. No, <laughs> but you know, and and James will say this. Woods will say this. You know, as actors, we we have to keep a, we have to keep our 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 expectations low. We always strive for the best, but we keep our expectations low because then we're pleasantly surprised when things that we didn't realize would 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 expand like they have will take place. You know, we don't, I, I don't expect it, but it will be nice if it happens and I'll gladly lovingly be part of the next incarnation. Well, I, I put it this way. I am not in a position to say no to a job that good. Right. You know what right. I mean? I, we don't have that. I don't have that luxury though. Cause we, you know, we we're comfortable, but we have to keep working. And 
saying yeah. hi, you know. Yeah, I'm you know, and there have been instances where, you know, I, I've worked on a project, I move on to another project, and then I get called from the previous project, but I'm already kind of on the hook and committed to another thing. So I, I have to pass up on that, unfortunately. And and it happens. So you, you never know, you know, the, the, the things may, um, you, you know, may pop up, projects may pop up that we weren't expecting. Yeah, because yeah, I'd love to see Garcia in like the next few COD games. I'll be able, like he's my main already. So even before. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. I so, like that a lot, Coño. That's a good, good news to hear. Yeah, I love it. Uh, all right, all right, buddy. I'm gonna kick you off and move on to the next one because we have uh, we have another 23 minutes left and 3,000 people to get through. Thanks for coming on, man. No problem. See you later. Take care. Um, so Mopar man, the guy who's just on said he not Tim Robbins, Tony Robbins, and you know what? Tony. He's right. Tony, you look like a good-looking Tony Robbins. That, <laughs> a handsome Tony Robbins is what you look like. Did you ever see the movie Shallow Hal? Yes. Okay, where Jack Black is looking at him and looking at his head and going, geez, your your head is huge. He's got an enormous cranium. A, a huge noggin. A huge noggin. And I think it has its own orbit. It's that big. <laughs> you know, I think I, I spotted a couple of geosats roaming around his head. It's he, he, I, 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 he's a definitely an inspirational figure in many, many people's lives. I have never met him personally, but I know people who have, and and uh, and 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 I, I will take the compliment. There you go. Uh, yeah, I, every Thursday, every Thursday and Sunday we do a live stream, and we do uh, specials every now and then. Stevie, get out here and talk to us. How you doing, brother? Hey, James Andal. Hello. How you doing? I'm all right about you. Good, good. Um, and my question is, how were you able to do this character in such a time like this where you couldn't obviously go to the studio and do a lot of stuff? Did you have to do most of the stuff from home? or? No, no. I, I Fortunately, I was able to get it all done in studio with the crew. Just, you know, nobody knew that this was going to take place, this pandemic, this COVID shutdown. So I, fortunately, we were able to get everything complete. And then within a matter of two, three weeks, the pandemic shutdown happened. So I was like, geez. And so I was worried that maybe there was something left on the table that we needed to take care of. And in talking to Treyarch, they were like, no, no, I think we're going to, with what we got, we're going to be able to make it work. And, and like I was telling James earlier, they did a lot of the, the finishing touches on this game. The programmers did from home. Yeah, uh, but most of my stuff had been done on the soundstage and and in the studio had already been completed, thankfully. Wow, what was your reaction when you seen Garcia all, all Colonel like? Well, it's just like looking in the mirror, like I do every morning. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's badass. That's hey, perfect. Stevie. That's honestly perfect, buddy. I'm gonna kick you off, yeah. and we have to line through this. Up. Good talking, to you, man. See you again, right? No problem. See you, all right, man. Seeing you. Here's, here's, oh, I, I gotta say hi to my girl, Hala. How you doing, Hala? Hi. Hala, hi. El, Hala hi. in, in um, Saudi Arabia right now. Outstanding. Nice, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Hi. I have a question for you. Yes. So I was watching this uh, TV show, Westworld, okay? And I saw you in it, and I was like, 
uh, isn't he the guy uh, Garcia from Cold War? And I Ooh. looked it up on IMDb and it was you. So how was that experience? That was probably one of the most stressful single days on set I've ever had because I literally found out the day before that I had been booked on Westworld that I would be having a scene with with um, with Vince. Uh, oh, my God. Why am I drawing a blank on this amazing actor that I had the scene with? Um, and he I had to speak Portuguese and casting told me, oh, yeah, you don't mind yeah. doing dialogue in Portuguese. And I said, well. I speak Spanish, but I don't speak Portuguese. So I had to learn dialogue in a foreign language to me, I think within an eight hour period. And, and fortunately, the, the, the wonderful actor sat down with me in his trailer and we rehearsed it for about four hours prior to, prior to going on set and, and shooting that scene. So I, I, uh, they hired a, dialogue, a dialect coach to come in and, and help me sound genuine and sound accurate and also um you know the actor was was very very humble in, in allowing giving of his time to, to rehearse it and get it right there you yeah go. that's so cool <laughs> all right hello I'm, I'm gonna move you off i gotta move on good talking kid likewise good talking to you good talking bye. to you too bye all right bye uh dizzy bonkers get on here uh, hello. Big hello. Up. How you doing? Quite late over here. Uh, I've got a question for Al. Yes. Uh, you mentioned that you did motion capture work for zombies. Um, no, uh, no. Most of the, uh, the, it was more of a body scan and facial scan and, uh, and, and um, posing. And then they took those movements and put it into the computer and basically made my character do everything it needed to do to to be in the world of zombies. Okay, so uh, are you a fan of zombies? Um, I'm looking forward to playing it. I had played it on one of the previous uh, Cold War games, but not as extensively as, as the campaigns. I was telling James earlier that I'm a, more of a campaign player and always have been, but mm, now yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely get well-versed with zombies and multiplayer. Yeah, and uh, just a question for James. Uh, yes, sir. If I remember correctly, mm -hmm. you were uh, were a big fan of the zombies mode, and you said you wanted to work in it. If I remember, oh correctly. my god, I I bother them guys. I was a pain in the ass, man. Every time I go there at the studio, I say, guys, get me in zombies. I canvas for that so hard. I, come on, woods playing woods and zombies. How much fun would that be? Oh my god, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it'd be, yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, I, I just imagined. And I saw Michael Rooker just imagine, do it. Yeah. Man, if he gets to do it, I got it. I have to be involved, but never happened. At least for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could just imagine you and uh, Steve Bloom in the same uh, like map together. It'd be insane. There you <laughs> go. All right, brother. I'm going to kick you off. I got to move on to my people. Good talking to you. Nice being yeah, you, right, then. Thanks, man. Come back See to time, dude. Right. Peace. All right. Vincent Cassell. He's the oh my god, what a great actor! Oh my amazing god, amazing actor. And you know what? After we've actually stayed in contact throughout this pandemic, yeah. and he'll send me a message via WhatsApp and be like, Hey man, we're just in France with the family, you know, uh, everything is good here, and uh, we'll talk later when I get back to the States and we'll have dinner. So that's that's been you know my conversations with Vincent. 
All right, Luke Collins, get and say hi to my friend Al Cornell. Oh, hello. What's up? I, have, I have a question for you. Uh, so, do you know the way uh, Garcia is part of the DGI? Yeah, what yeah. is the DGI? Well, the DGI was what you would consider to be Cuba's special forces or clandestine forces. Like yeah. the United States has the SEALs, uh, has Delta Force. The Cuban government at that time had the DGI, which was like their secret service, like what the KGB would be to the Soviet Union, the DGI was to the Cuban government. And oh, all uh, with the revolution and the fall of, of a lot of that stuff going on with the Cuban revolution during the Cold War era, um, you know, some of that was disbanded, just like, you know, they say the KGB was. Yeah. They say the KGB was. I think there's still a remnant of that still out there. But um, yeah. you know, it's and so his he had to find a home somewhere. Having left Cuba and having those that skill set that you know would probably be worth something to some government, and he 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 does it well and still very cold bloodedly. Yeah. So would you say Garcia was part of the Bay of Peaks invasion? He was probably there. Which yeah. there's also an ode to that if you see mm -hmm. in, um, mm -hmm. in in the uh, in the in the portion of the game where they're they're out in the ocean. That was an ode to the Bay of Pigs, the whole, yeah. you know, the moving of the missiles onto Cuban Cuban land by the Russian government. So, yeah, that that all is intertwined into this video game. Oh, that's uh, that's uh, yeah. I really love like Cold War history and all that stuff. So I was really interested when uh, I seen the DGI pop up because I never heard them before. So, yeah, right. right. It's something that I had heard of, but yeah, it was definitely yeah. more. No, it's been a question that's been raised a lot lately. Like, what is the DGI? Not many people had heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Great question. Luke, I'm going to leave it at that because I, I got we're getting short yeah, here. I want to get some more people on. Good talking. Come yeah, back. No right. See you Peace. All right. Kobe, you've been hanging out for a while. How you doing, Kobe? I'm doing good. Uh, I have a question, though. Um, what is, like, your favorite moments during uh, which COD? Like, which, which was your favorite COD to work on? You talking to me? Once it's L, what's L? Sure, I, I I talk to this shit all the time. Let's talk to L. No, no, I want to hear these answers too, James. Uh, L, you're not helping. L, you're not helping. Okay, you're not fucking helping. So, <laughs> L, what was your favorite moment shooting uh, Cold War? Uh, one, we had gone through a series of of poses for my character, and the programmers had run out of ideas. So they say, and they're like, you have anything that you'd like to do? And I, I do have martial arts background in my life. So they had a table full of weapons and they had real knives, real weapons. And I said, you know, can you bring me that pair of matching blades over there? And they said, but they're, they're sharp. Be careful. I said, no problem. They hand me the knives. You got to be really careful. These are real knives. I was like, okay, no problem. I said, are you guys ready? And they said, yeah. And I, and I started going through a kata which is a martial arts demonstration that I had done as a, as, as youth doing martial arts. And so they went crazy. They start snapping pictures. And then the next day, the director of that, of that group shows up because he wasn't on set the day that this happened. He shows up the next day. He's like, Hey, I got to show you the pictures they sent me of yesterday with you wielding the knives. And he's at the very bottom. He said, the person taking the photo sent him a message saying, Al knows Kung Fu. 
So for me, that was a real fun, fun moment because I got to bring some experience that I had within me to, to help the process along and help the discovery of this character and bring him more to life. Well, great question. Better answer. All right, Kobe, I got to kick you off, man. I got a lot of people. Come back and visit us Sunday. All right, that's fine. Thank you. Bye. Nice talking to you. Bye. Uh, let's see. Gray Dye. How you doing, Gray Dye? Hi. Uh, hey. Got a question for the both of you. Um, if you two were ever to work on a project together, what would it be? A movie or a game or something like that? Oh, I'd work it in again, him. Uh, yeah, again. sure. Yeah. You know, I think I just missed you too on a project, uh, James, because I was shadow directing on a series called LA's Finest with Gabrielle Union and Justin. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and yeah. my friend, who is the exec, one of the executive producers of that show, Anton Cropper, I believe, directed you. Yes, he did. Yeah, I shadowed him. Uh, I had worked with him on the last ship, mm -hmm. and then I worked with him on Training Day with Bill Paxton. And I said, you know, I'd love to shadow you as a director because I really would love to be able to move into directing at some point in my career. And he's like, bet, no problem. Fast forward. He calls me and says, hey, uh, I'm, I'm working on this little project called L.A.'s Finest. Uh, would you like to shadow me? And I think you had done a few episodes prior, so I think we just missed working with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. But that was cool to see that on your IMDb. I was like, oh, man, we just missed each other. Yeah, it's, it, it's a, we have a very small community out here. You know, we, we really, especially at our level, because we're, we're the working class. We're not stars. We're guys. We're, we work in the middle and we always cross paths, you know, so I, it's, it's a good thing. Right. So, yeah, hopefully I, I look forward to working with you on something in the future, James. Yeah, it'd be great. If not, I, I've. Let's I, put it out in the universe. Yeah. And it brings it back to us. Oh, you're my, I have a few things uh, on the production side. Ice Water's producing a few things. So you're definitely, you and Emerson are always on, are now always on my uh, radar. So <laughs> We have a couple of projects that you'd be great for, so believe me. Listen, I'm kicking you off there, my friend. Good having you on. Got more questions. Not you, Al. Him. You stay. No, I'm, I'm stay. I was waving to him. I said, nice meeting you. All right, great. AC, see you, man. All right, so here we got. Who's that? We got Miguel's been hanging around for a while. Miguel, get on here. How you doing, buddy? Miguel. <laughs> yeah. Ah, Miguel, there you are. It's unbelievable down right here. Okay, speak, man. This is El Coronel, man. Fuck the yeah, El Coronel, for God's sakes. I have a question for uh, for the both of you. Perfect. Fire away. Uh, what was your first reaction whenever you were you were introduced to this Cold War? Introduced as a as a player, or in or like finding out that we actually got the project. Finding out that you got the project. Well, after I was done streaming. And, you know, after I finished screaming like a little schoolgirl, uh, I was beyond excited to know yeah. that I was going to be a part of something that is that I've been a fan of for many, many years. So that's my that's my part. I was just you're James. You had a little bit different experience because you were in at the, almost the beginning of this thing. Yeah. So you didn't know where it was going to go. Right. Well, for me, I, like I said earlier, that was um, I almost didn't take the job. I thought it was just going to be a, a schmucky little a really hard um, stunt job. And so I'm not going to roll around. I, I want to do acting roles. I'm done. I'm done doing stunt guy stuff. So I had no idea what it was. I, I call my manager. I go, yeah, they want me to do this thing. So beauty, duty, duty, hootie calls, hootie and the blowfish. 
He goes, Call of Duty? Go, yeah. And I, I, he said, take the damn job. Don't be stupid. So thank God Darwin, his name, he's on the show a lot. Thank God he told me to do that because I almost said no. And look at that. Now you, now you are immortalized in so many facets of this franchise. I mean, it's, it's undeniable. Crazy. Yeah. Miguel, great question, buddy. I cut yeah, you. Miguel. We're running, we're running short of time. Peace, man. Take care. Everybody. Patrick the Pickle. Hello. Get a great looking keyboard there, brother. What's going on? Yeah. Uh, hi. I have a question. All right. <laughs> For you. Um, Do you have a face? Do you have a face? Can we see the face? Or? Uh, I don't want to show my face right now because. All right. Oh. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Uh, for like the whole Black Ops storyline, did you change your voice for every single Call of Duty, just like the tone or the pitch? You well, you're talking to me or L? Uh, I think that one's you, James. All right, James. Um, yes. basically, I had the luxury of building a character around who I was. So a lot of the times, I didn't have to do many modifications. I just had to walk in and say what I mean, mean what I say. Um, there are a lot of guys who can have really got great craft. They can modify pitch and tone and do that. I tend not to do that where I am on that day, because you sounded different every day. So where I'm at any given day was how wood sounds. The only time I had to do modification was old man woods. I had to age him up a bit, you know, like, you know, Aside from the fact that I'm still alive, none of this surprises me. You know, that that was the only modification I really had to do was get, become a grumpy old man, which I just happened to age into anyway. So it's a little foreshadowing for me, you know, as I grow into my, my what I call my arthritis years. Great question. How about you, Al? You know, I, I, I had to accent it a little, a little bit, but, you know, all I did was channel my mom because when my mom spoke English, you know, she was this Latina woman who was like, hello, nice to meet you. And I just had to, you know, add the the, uh, the bass in the voice. I love it. I love it. Great question, man. I'm going to kick you off. I'll get two or three more bill on before you go. All right. Thank yeah. you. Bye. Bye. Uh, who's next? Who's next? Uh, I know you. When you, when, and, and again, knowing that I played the many versions of the game, Seeing, I was going to disagree with you because I think you did an amazing job of transitioning from the young woods that hops off the heli uh, helicopter in Vietnam when meeting Mason and then progressing up to when you're talking about Melendez and you're in the wheelchair, retirement home. I thought your arc and the way that it was portrayed was fantastic and you did an amazing job. But the, uh, the, beauty, the reason that happened is because I got to write all my dialogue. Ah. I wrote uh, like basically got to the point in Black Apps too, where I would I would when on a Monday they hand me the original sheet and I would make it Woods. How would Woods say? Oh, I'd say this. I would do this. Ah, I think this. And they gave me the freedom, L, to actually do that to my character. So yeah. it was a natural progression as I grew in the game, as I grew in the relationship to the fans. I kind of it all came together. So I didn't have again. I didn't have to learn it. It was just happening in the moment. Everything was just kind of my evolution matched the games, right? So it's kind of like it was. I, we got to build woods around who I was, you know, my growth as a person, my growth as an actor. Because I've only been acting like five years when I got the gig. I started acting in two thousand five, 
So amazing. I really, you know, I was growing and learning at the same time as, and I got, got the right form. So all that evolution was organically coming from, like I said, I wasn't building it as a character. That was just me trying to be authentic and honest in the moment. Gotcha. What, what a luxury, right? What a right. that is, you know, to have it built around you. Speech pattern is my speech pattern. Now, right. The, uh, you know, the words that we would come from my vernacular. Yeah, I was a hockey coach for 25 years. Hey, right. dipshit. You know, dumping, you know, there's, there's, there's coaching elements that come into this that are organic that I got to write in the character. Right. As actors, many times we'll, we'll get sides, which is a, an, as a, an excerpt of a, of a script for our audition purposes. And you read it and you're like, I, I don't talk this way. I don't put my sentences together this way, which then it we have to be flexible in a way to make it sound like it is something that we'd normally say. Which L was my point earlier. And make it your own and be able to write it as you know you would say it. That's that's a gift. It's a, it's it's I have nothing. That's why I say I have so much gratitude to Treyarch and Activision for letting me do that. And Black right. Ops Four, I wrote everything for him. You know, so that was, yeah. But here's but that's my point to you later on. I said I, I see I watch a lot of your work, and you are so good at adapting to the dialogue you're given. Like you make everything work. And I know, and cause I'm an actor, I, I know your roles. I, cause I do some of the roles myself. I see you like, I would never fucking say this line in a million years, but you, you but you get it. You make it work. Right. You, you adapt you, or you die. And you handle the exposition really well. Oh, so you guys, you. Exposition is when you have a part where you have to explain something to somebody else. And it's just this, you know, there's it just it's dry, and you got to get it out because you're, you're you're explaining a scene to the rest of the audience. And Al, you're so good at that. You you really just deliver information. So uh, you, your craft is amazing, but I love your craft. Thank you, James. Thank you, James. And and the sentiment I, right back at you. You know, seeing seeing your work, I'm I'm in awe of what you've accomplished and what you've done with your career. It's amazing, and I Thanks, and I wish you nothing more than continued success on that path. You too, man. So we are at the. Uh, Four, we're at almost a two-hour mark. Um, I'm going to cut it short because you have a life. Al, I hope you come back. You have been an amazing, amazing uh, uh, collaborator here, and I, I think you and I should be friends, and I think sure. we should find a way to work together, do something, uh, even if it's simple. Let's let's find a way to collaborate. I would love to to work with you. You're, you're a great guy. And, of course, Emerson, who I've, who I, I've loved since the day we met. I'm glad we reconnected through you. Yeah, yeah. I thank him deeply for that. That's that was awesome for him. Yeah, so. you've been awesome. Um, I would, you know, we could go on forever, but it's two. It's it's we had two hours, and I've got I, we have shit to do. You know, um, yeah, El, pleasure, buddy. Anytime you want me on, I'm here for you. Any yeah. anything you need from me, I, I I will give it gladly. So, Al, you stick around. Um, I, I want you to meet some. Uh, I, I want to talk to you after the show. Sure, but, sure. All right, so listen, please like and subscribe. Uh, Al, what do you, what's your information? Your YouTube channel, what is your stuff? I'll put it in the crawl, but tell us where to find you. How do we how do follow Al Coronel? Follow at, him, please. On Instagram at Al Coronel, on Twitter at Al Coronel, and on Facebook at Al Coronel. I, fortunately, I was lucky enough to be able to get all those the same. <laughs> I love it, man. All right, so I'm gonna end I'm gonna end the show, but I'm not gonna end Al. Broadcast. So, hey, and as we always say, help me out here. We say Woods out.
Woods, Woods out. out. Woods yeah. out. But wait a minute. Now With the it, onion. Now it's onions out. Onions out. Now do it. Do it. Do it, Garcia. Onions. Cebollas out. Oh, you're my hero. <laughs> All right, buddies. I see you on Sunday. Peace and love. All right.